down speed. One take one. Hi. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Sip. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, joined by... Lizzie Gordon. Hello, hello, everybody. I have a bone to pick with this biatch. Oh, of course you I do. have had it. Okay, although this is the first episode you're seeing of this Colorado trip, it's actually the third episode we filmed, and... I don't think I've ever come onto this podcast and not done my hair, not had a full look, but you know what? We went to breakfast this morning. We filmed two episodes yesterday. We're a little tired. We're a little haggard. He's but got green eyeliner on. You'll understand soon. In a fun, crazy way. Like, this is going to be crazy and chaotic and so much fun. But Lizzie's like, no, let's just wear what we wore to breakfast. We did a 55-minute walk to breakfast, three miles. Mm-hmm. Look at us go, girls. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those days in Colorado where it's like sunny. It's a brisk fall morning, but it's like the perfect temperature and it's like should i stay here forever but i know that doom and that it's winter just trying to lure you back in that girl gloom is coming in yeah no you just out of everybody i know is like threatening if i don't come back to los angeles yeah there will be a problem there will be blood <laughs> <laughs> but i do think you more than anybody will sit with me and be there yeah. in it and not really complain. You'll just be like, look at us holding two babies. My biggest screaming. fear is that you're going to hate how much I claim these children. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well, my whole point from that was like, we were just going to be like casual girlies wearing what we wore to brunch. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. Let's fire up the equipment. And she's like, let me just cover up this set. 20 minutes later, I was like, I could have done my hair. I could have gotten a full outfit. I could have served a look. No, for this we're podcast. serving looks. Do you know what we're giving? What? The Olsen twins in It Takes Two or any other 90s movie they did. I feel like it's a nice fall outfit. You stole my favorite jacket, which Lizzie has been stealing all of, not only my clothing, but Shane's Whoa. clothing. And no, 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 no. I let her borrow, without Shane's permission, one of Shane's hoodies that was in one of our last episodes, and to my knowledge, or not to, behind my back. No, in front she, of your face, You took bitch. that outfit home. I said goodbye. I'm wearing your under sweater home. Distru- I was I distressed. Said goodbye. The fact that we're talking about this on air is terrifying What do you me. mean? What if Shane finds out? I, I always it. say he's never going to find out, but then somehow he always finds out. You show him. <laughs> you tell him. It's shocking that he found out, Lizzie. I told him. That's what you said. Do we have too much headroom? No. I don't know. This was... mm. Mm. You know why? Because last night we had hats on that were like super high. Spoiler alert. Let me just go down one. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, there we go. How does that look? Intimate. Better. So we tried this new setup because Chris obviously isn't with us. He was busy for like one of our two day shoots. So he was going to fly out on Monday, but then we got crazy and we We filmed two episodes in one day. And I was like, it would be crazy for you to travel all day long to do one episode. So Chris is not with us for this chunk of episodes. Um, But I was going somewhere with that. Oh, no. I couldn't tell you. Oh, this setup. So I was like, let's try this new, like, intimate feeling setup where it's just us girls holding these mics. And afterwards, I was like, that went really well. Like, I liked holding the microphone. And she's like, really? Because my hand was cramping. Oh, I'm already (laughs) hunching over trying to support myself with this microphone. This mic is two pounds. That's a lot. We're gonna have two pounds. Are you joking? This isn't. Is this literally two pounds? I I mean, I made that up. Okay, I was gonna say that's a lot. 
I bet it's more than that. These are hefty mics. There's no way this is more than two pounds. Should we weigh them? But I'm saying we're going to have babies in hands at all time. Like you we're not going to hold our babies up to our faces like this. How do you know? It might be like this. Pretty similar. Well, it's going to rest on your shoulder. We're not resting these mics on Grow our shoulders. Grow up. You go to Orange Theory every day. This is a different muscle. We don't often work our wrist muscles. Okay. So while we were walking to breakfast, I can't go somewhere before I have a bowel movement. Yeah. And so I had to drink my coffee. Mm-hmm. I had to chug my water. I'm like two bottles of water deep, coffee deep. And we embark on our three mile trail to breakfast. Yes. I had to pee so bad. And I'm a pee in public kind of girly. I know that like is not great. That's going to get a blue check mark by your name in a bad way. You know that, right? I know. Well, that is you can become a registered bad thing for yeah. doing that. And yeah. that's why I'm very cautious about where I go. I mean, most of the time it's you could at just my also own not. House. Oh, you can pee all over your own house. And I do that. Like yeah. I go out, I go out of my way to go outside to pee because it's like the toilet. It's like, what if something gets on the toilet and I have to wipe it you down? You go out of your way to go outside to pee? Not out of my way. Like if the dogs, if I'm letting the dogs out, I go out with the dogs and then we you just all start... piss together. Oh you know, it's like, we're all just taking a nice casual pee outside. I love that. I've been like that forever. Stupid. And so we're walking and I'm like, oh no, we still have two miles. I have to pee so bad. And you were the one encouraging me to pee. But Lizzie was like, like, well, if you go, I was like, I'll just go towards the tree and then nobody it will just be like, I'm looking for a snake. And she's like, but people will see your butt. And I was like, oh, yeah, because you pull your pants down uh, to pee. What? You what? Aren't you married to a man? No man. Like, I don't know that what? my husband. You like... think you walk into the male bathroom where there's just uh, the urinals and Same. everyone's asses are exposed. Yes, <laughs> I did. No, it just, seems crazy. You just that's why I always thought it was weird that people go pee together as men. I'm like, that's a lot. Well, no, you just pull the front down, or that's why you have a button and have a zipper. Have you seen all your male friends' penises? No, but I'm just saying, like, what what did you think the like button and the zipper was for? I have a button and a zipper, and I sit to piss. Well, I know you sit to piss, but I'm saying like guys at urinals aren't just like pulling their pants to their ankles to go pee. I you just think they were the, the ankles. I thought out. they were thigh deep. Like I thought they were mid thigh. I just that visual is crazy that you thought we're always going in these urinals and just like not in the slapping asses, but like <laughs> sliding asses out. Yeah, sliding asses out. No, that's not how that works. Well, I know now. And the urinals that don't have the dividers are it's like too much to go like with somebody you're related to yeah. like i still try to like stack times if i know the person and there's not like a middle part because it's just weird it's too much to like have your penis out while you're just like at a football game like cheersing with your beer with if you're cheersing who's right holding next- your dick what who's gonna hold your dick if you're um, cheersing i if you have boys one day yeah you're gonna figure it out and oh. if i have girls one day i'm gonna figure it out i mean girls are so much better Okay. I just mean in general. Which part? All parts. (laughs) (laughs) I might be biased, but I think girls are great. And you know women can do anything. Uh, I know. That is something I know. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. um, What did you put about prank calling Brittany? And who is Brittany? And what is Brittany? I don't have my Wi-Fi hooked up. Is this something we, we can do? We can't prank call her. Who? But which Brittany are you referring so, to? There's no context okay, I know, other I know, than I know. prank call I Brittany. I know. Okay, so I was talking to my best friend Haley on the phone, and her little sister Brittany is like an out-of-pocket ass bitch. Uh-huh. Like, she kills me. She's the funniest. And she can't, like, there is no version of her that is subdued. 
even in a professional environment. And she's a manager of like a Dollar General somewhere. So we like Haley and I keep laughing because Haley watches the show. We she was like, Liz, you should call out of Is work. Is she at work today? She's always at work, but I don't know the number. Like I have to Cut. get the number. Well, we're gonna later on in this episode, we're gonna go try Sonic Foods. I'll ask Haley. I'm she trying can get the number. to please the crowd and giving you like audio listeners at least thirty to forty minutes of clear, clean, crisp audio before we go chew our lives away where you could click out if you don't want to watch us eat. Yeah. But after we eat and get our food, we let's could try prank, prank calling, calling Brittany. Let's call out of work sick from somebody that you know. That's what I thought would be fun. That is nasty in the best way. Yeah. Does it make you a little nervous? Yeah. Are you going to do it or does she know your voice? Is this going to be the first I one I do? I don't think she would know my voice well enough because we don't talk on the phone. But does she ever watch the podcast? No. Okay. She has no idea what's coming. Okay. Slowly. If this doesn't pan out for us, if she's not at work today. Yeah. Then you're gonna have to call out sick from another place, like oh. because now they're all edging. People hate when I do this. No, they don't. They live for it. I they don't love I when we title when I do it. This. They don't love when we title the episode that oh. because that brings in the people that just want to be know. like, "That's rude." Do you remember what happened to me last time we did this? They all were well. You were not. Well I was that not day. well, but you I were was, emotionally. But even doing un- that episode, even doing that in the episode, like I was like trembling. Do you know how many great comments you got about how good of an actress you are? Thanks, guys. It was. Crazy. And something I learned about Lizzie last night is that when, because she all of a sudden had tears in her eyes. And I was was like, Was it? Yeah. False news. Whoa. And it's not just about me. Everybody does it. When you yawn, your eyes draw with tears. Okay. You're, you're, ask a doctor, girl. That's a normal human response. The fact that you buried the punchline. Thanks a lot. It's buried the lead. It's called buried the lead. And it's also not a punchline. (laughs) It's just a simple biological response that all human beings have. I don't have. No, I looked over her this morning and she was like swelling up with tears. That's very loud. (laughs) And I was like, what? Why are you swelling up in tears? And she was like, I yawned. I was like, yawning makes you cry. Mm -hmm. And so she yawned again and more tears came out. And I was like, wow, you should be an actress. If I could get tears when I yawned. I have to bitch I would be <laughs> acting I would have well I know we're on strike we're because I'm a SAG actor yeah. member and I make a living acting I don't make a living <laughs> acting I was telling Lizzie about that it this does morning. and that's the like, point of the strike Just I kidding. like I stand with everybody who stands with everything that's going on but I do roll my eyes a little bit at the people yeah. that I see on Instagram that are like I'm no longer allowed to make a living because I can't act anymore and it's like I have known you for 12 years and I'm not trying to be mean but I don't think you've ever made your living acting yeah and I know like that's mean to say well it's, it's factual. a little devastating but it's like yeah <laughs> okay sorry that's just me being mean and be me being nasty no but I get what you mean I think that there's a difference between solidarity and then like conflating and lying <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, I, we don't need to get... I, this is making us sound very horrible. I understand uh, what's going on here. I mean, you could give more context if you wanted. No, I mean, because I'm not a member of the Writers Guild, but I have made money writing, and I do suffer from guild things, whether or not I am a member of them. Yes. So I And I will march in solidarity for my future, but I'm not outside. But in, you're actively writing every single I'm also single not day. out in these streets claiming that my 100% income is from writing. Right. It is a lack of, there are, 
like that whole time frame, there was less opportunity. Well, I understand too. If you're working towards something, just because you aren't where you want to be, doesn't mean that that's the industry you're fighting to break into. And these things do affect your future. Right, but saying it's more, these things affect my future and these things affect my present income, That that's a lie. I'm talking more specifically about people. I'll be like, because I'm unable to work right now, here's my Venmo. Yeah. And it's like... But you never But worked. you weren't making your full live and whatever. Like however anyone needs to get by. I know times are hard. Yeah. I, who am I to shame these people? You know what? Live your best lives. And I hope that everything works out for everyone and that the actors get what they want. Just as I, like, did the writers get what they wanted? Um, it, They got a lot of really close to what they wanted. Okay. So and, that, a good, and a lot of what they wanted. It was a really good, it was a really good. And I would have to believe. It just seems like it makes sense now that writers can write again. Yeah. They're going to need actors well, soon after. Like I'm not in the guild, but I'm also not breaking the fucking strike line. So I I was withholding screenplays of my own and the second that shit was over I submitted them well that's what I mean it doesn't not affect people that yeah. are as, and just because you're not currently fully employed by writing doesn't mean that I don't think you will be in the future like you're right. writing every single day and I have been paid to write but there it's just I'm talking more specifically about you know these people yeah they're like the people yeah. that are on their couches that like claim they're something but have never actually made an active step towards doing that something and honestly that makes me feel delulu because it is such a fucking rat race out there and then I'm like but you don't you don't write and that's what I'm saying no I'm a writer because I have this idea but I won't write it until I'm paid to write it and it's like but why would anybody pay you to write if you don't Right. Right. Exactly. And that's like when I wanted to break into hosting, I was out there working every day for free yeah. until I could build up an arsenal and a skill set where somebody would be like, oh, he's good enough at this that yeah. I want to pay him to do this. And I think for an industry such as entertainment, you have to be passionate enough and love it enough mm -hmm. to be doing it, not getting paid. Oh, there's not a chance in how I would do this if I didn't have to do it. Like my soul is compelled to but do it. But that's this what thing. I'm saying. Like you would never not write just because you're not getting paid to right. write. Like you're always writing because you're a writer. You and love I, to write. I, and I can't shut the fuck up either. You know what I mean? Like I got some stuff to say. <laughs> and and I don't care it. if you don't want to hear it because I'm going to say it anyways. Okay, I don't know how I got there from prank calling somebody that you know that uh, manages a store. Is it because we jumped past that? Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. Let's get into that. Well, it's your story. Oh. You, you headline it. What do you want me to do? Hey, Liz, I know you did something very exciting for your future. What was it? Oh, I shot another spec commercial. Still trying to get into that commercial game. Well, no, I think you got some very positive feedback because a really great job for Lizzie, which would be in line with what she wants to do eventually, is directing commercials. Yeah. I know it's like a stepping stone, but it's like a very highly paid stepping stone. So that's to do the something. thing. It's not a stepping stone. I had, a but you're still flexing a muscle that's better to get paid for that than doing something outside oh, of that. absolutely. So I took my Nike spec commercial and I sent it out to all the EPs that I'd ever gotten coffee for. So I had their phone numbers, mm -hmm. which is hideously inappropriate. Did I already talk about this here? I don't think so. Oh, that's very inappropriate. If you have somebody's phone number to get them coffee, you should not be self-promoting with it. But I also felt like my Nike spec was really solid. And you got to take your shot. You got to shoot point. your shot sometimes. Some, yeah, sometimes Who I shoot my shot with people I know and they don't respond. So All the like... time. And I can't stop shooting my shot. I'm like a fucking drive-by shooter of like shameful <laughs> self-promotion. Um, but I sent it to a couple of EPs in the commercial world. And just regular producers in the commercial world. And I just said, hey... Um, you might remember me from such things as your coffee. Um, <laughs> it was the perfect temperature and I had the right 
kind of milk. Also, I do try really hard to be a good PA. Like if I hear somebody needs a coffee, and I know that that sounds stupid, but if I'm on walkie and someone on channel one like that's higher up, like an AD or a producer or a, like God forbid a director is getting on walkie to have to ask for a coffee because everyone's neglected them. But if I hear something like that, I will fly in hot with a water or right. a coffee or a whatever the fuck was asked for on the radio because you don't need to wait for someone to delegate that. It's been delegated on one. Bring that shit in hot. Mm -hmm. Pick up the trash. Go on the run. Be on time. Right. You know, all these things. So I know that I've provided, like I've presented myself in a good light. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also be quiet. You know, these people are doing a job. And you don't need to be pitching your thing at the no, other job. No, you don't pitch your thing at the job. <laughs> like Lizzie's is a little Delulu, but at least you're like no, delusional no, 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 no. Like, in yeah, a way. I have boundaries. Like it's appropriate yeah. delusion. Yeah. Like if I'm PAing, but I'm like doing my water girl hustle, which is sick because I'm sitting next to the director and the producer and the deep, like all these people, I will shut the fuck up. Right. Like I'm not talking to you while you're working. Okay. So. Oh, so I hit these people up. I said, so, uh, hey girl, it's me, member. <laughs> and then I said, I know that this is super inappropriate, but I really enjoyed working with you I've been producing short form content for myself for a while as a director and I recently got passionate about commercial directing here's my spec commercial for Nike I would uh, love to know your thoughts and to pick your brain further on how to get on some of these agency lists mm -hmm. and first one person responded and she was like good for you like if you don't advocate for yourself who will of course I remember you this is a great spot what else do you have and then I was like, I have two short horror films and four horror movies. They're like, good for you. That's going to do nothing. And for they you. were like, we don't care. And I was like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> and then um, I got lunch or coffee with one of the guys. And he said, and everyone, basically, the general consensus is you need three spots. You need 90 seconds of content. And all of them should be a commercial, like a spot is a commercial. So then I wrote two more when I was here last time, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't quite fall in love with the second spot I wrote, but the one I did write was a T-Mobile ad where two sisters are sort of fighting over a phone mm -hmm. and the tagline is, uh, life's not always fair, but T-Mobile is. And a sure. little girl has a meltdown and screams and her big sister films it and they start uh, squabbling, whatever. Um, and then I just jumped right into action and produced it because I, mama wants a job. And she hired actresses. She went yeah. and got... She set designed her own house. I set designed my own house. No, I think it's going to be great. I've only seen the rough cut, but once it's finished, I do think it's going to be great. It's short and sweet. It's the perfect amount of yeah. time. And it like leaves me being like, okay, what's the other commercial she did? So I think once you have your sample of three, yeah. you'll hopefully be good to go. I was also thinking, so my third one was going to be a pet insurance commercial. But it was like, it's a little bit too much. Like, I'm a little bit too much sometimes. And like, it's a little bit too much because I took the draft that I wrote that you read and then I made it even bigger where it's just like me and it's the lighting even gets more dramatic as you push in on me. And I'm just like, nobody could ever take you from me. Like, I'm a mess if anything were to happen to you. Like, going crazy. And then it's just cutting back to Icky and he goes, hi, I'm Icky. And that's my mommy. She's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't shoot that one. I do think I'm going to do one for fake eyelashes. Okay. And I'm going to do it like it's a TikTok. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Because that was a big thing that they said, too. They were Have like... variety. They were like, every client asks if we can do 9 by 16 and 9 by 16 is the frame for a TikTok or mm -hmm. an Instagram reel. And they're always like, I mean, yeah, I can frame whatever the fuck you want framed. <laughs> Right, but I think having one specifically yeah. catered, then you have two more standard and one like that. And I will 
praise you for that. You're nothing if not like a hustler and you have all these other full-time jobs and you're carving out time for something that you want to make. And that's the thing about dreaming or like having a big dream. It's like you have to execute. That has to like your dream has to be your side hustle on everything on top of everything else you're doing. You've got to add it to the plate if you want that to become the forefront of what you then want to become your life. The thing that's so fucked up though that I get so twisted up in the game sometimes is I'm like, because I do think like, oh, I work really hard at this. Why isn't something happening for me? And then it's like, you can't fucking think that way because that's entitled as fuck. We're not, like, I'm not entitled to anything, no matter how fucking hard I work. That's not how life is. Right. You know what I mean? And I and, think... And it doesn't diminish the, the quality or the value of the labor I've put in. And I don't think hard work won't have a payoff. It might not right. pay off in the direct way you're thinking. Like you could make all of these commercial spots and maybe you'll make a connection that will give you an in on something else that will take you on a completely different path. But I do believe hard work will get you somewhere. I agree. And just because like it hasn't sh- paid off necessarily yet. like monetarily yeah. yet doesn't mean that it won't. No. And like... I was out there working red carpets, hiring you yeah. to be my cameraman for free. Loosely being like, hiring. can I yeah. take you to lunch? Yeah, no, for free. Yeah. Um, probably sometimes not even for lunch. Just like, no, can we you would please, take balance please, bars please from come. Helen's kitchen and we eat them next to the actual paparazzi's guy. Do you remember Until that? Until you can build something. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was the same sort of like, you're trying to build something so that somebody will then hire you because yeah. you have to show them that you have this skill set. But well, that's one of the most kind of like amazing things where specifically in a creative field everyone's like well no one's gonna give me this and it's like right but make it you're a creative just make it mm-hmm. you don't i don't and need permission world. to do any of the fucking things i'm doing i don't even need money to do any of the things i've doing i've been doing this since i had nothing yeah and you call on a lot of friends yeah. that also are in a similar position but doing something that could benefit both of you yeah you figure out how to make it happen yeah um i want to lighten the mood oh what about you driving into my beautiful house oh man i can't believe we're talking about this on the internet now that so funny story here's a funny story here funny thing about me is i have a prius that i love but she's been acting a fool lately oh we're gonna blame it on the prius we are gonna blame it on blame it on the prius so here's what had happened here's what had happened i'm trying to think of the best way to tell the story for the punch to be good one day i walk out of my house and i look down at my prius and on the front fucking bumper on the right hand side it's all white and scratched in and i was like oh my fucking god my shitbag neighbors hit my car and fucking <laughs> didn't say anything about it and i'm like did you guys hit my car and they're like no and i was like okay you confronted them about this not in a direct way <laughs> like in a my head way you know and then they were like so did that not happen no and then- <laughs> But I wanted it to happen. You know what I mean? And it was going to happen. Like, it was going to happen. You know? It was it was a matter of time. And they were like, no, we didn't hit your car. In my head. <laughs> and then I thought about it more. And then I was like... <laughs> That's like the most simplest version of, like, comedians getting in trouble for, like, elaborating crazy stories. I, mean, I think I've been that- very honest. <laughs> <laughs> so you're mentally ill. Yes. If that's your truth and it didn't happen, it's my truth. Okay, no, I believe you. I'm right there with you. If you confronted the neighbors, I'm I also confronted them, especially after I found out it might have been my house. Hold on. Okay. 
So then I start thinking, well, I guess it is kind of funny that the scratch is like on the in, like on the side of my car that's not exposed to the street. And it would be kind of hard for my neighbors to just hit it. Right. <laughs> so then I start thinking like, oh, maybe it happened at a grocery store or all these things. And then I'm really looking at it. I'm like, none of that makes sense. And then I remember a few weeks ago when I took Icky to go swimming at your house with Bubs and Joe. Just like a flashback in a movie. Yeah, literally. I was like, <gasps> and I was taken back to another time in the past. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe this is when I went to Ryland's house and the parking brake didn't engage in my car and the car just kept going in neutral into his pile of mail in his house. Maybe that's what happened. And then I went to your house the night that I had that thought. Because in my mind, I was like, oh, remember this in the back of your mind. And next time you go to Ryland's house, check his house for property well, damage. And the crazy thing is the day that you went to the pool, you were like, wild story. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I took my foot off the brake and my car wasn't stopping. And Joe was like, stop, you're going to hit the house. But don't worry, it didn't hit your house. Because it, I didn't. There was no <laughs> impact. Like, there was not, like, if you hit something, you at least assume this. You know what I mean? Like, huh? You know, like you expect a little, uh, 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 you know, or even there's like a, like you expect something. No, I know. And it didn't come. There was none of that. And on the day I'd gotten out of my car and I like looked at my car and I was like, well, there's nothing here. And I like looked at your house and I was like, well, there's nothing there. And then I was like, oof, (laughs) crisis averted. And then when I went to your house the other night to go look at the Halloween lights, I was like looking at your wall and I went, is, um, has this always been damaged right here? And you were like, did you hit my house? <laughs> and then I was like, maybe. And then we were like, well, it doesn't seem like enough property damage when you look at how fucked up my car is. Like the length that it was on the car. And then we get up close to the house and we're like, oh, oh no, it does match. It matches up exactly the same. And Lizzie goes, no, I'm I'm sorry about that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I should be responsible to fix that. I, no, I said, I would like to be financially responsible for that. And you said, what does that mean? And I said, I'll pay for it. But I think that I mean that in the same way that I confronted my neighbors. <laughs> but in the same breath, I will. I would like to be financially responsible for that. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's structural damage. I think it's a little bit of chip paint. I think it's maybe a little bit more than chip paint. Are you kidding me? You're adding to my house problems? I'll help pay for it with my You're going to replace a feelings. beam. <laughs> no, I'm not going to replace a beam, you crazy bitch. It doesn't need a beam replacement, but if you want me to come in with some I don't think cocks, you know anything well, about construction. I'll come no. over with some nail polish and I'll wad up some toilet paper and spit on it and we'll put it into the hole. It's just the garage. Yeah. Like, who cares about it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been saying this whole time. Let's just hope Shane doesn't see this and oh, it's just God the garage. Oh, God damn it. You gotta edit this out. I'm bringing the sweater back. What? What? (laughs) It's a bad day for me. (laughs) Today's podcast is sponsored by Lumi. And is your deodorant so amazing that somebody would steal it? Well, Lumi is. And I know that because somebody literally did. But let me back up. Lumi is America's number one whole body deodorant. It's pH optimized for pits, privates, and beyond. And they also have deodorant wipes for 24-hour odor control on the go. The wipes work so well that, yes, some deodorant bandit stole an entire truckload of them from the Lumi warehouse this year. But to avoid California Highway Patrol, I recommend you just ordering some from their site. And 
lucky for you, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code SIP at lumideodorant.com. I personally love that you can use Lumi anywhere as someone who suffers from butt sweats. This is much appreciated and I love their wide array of scents. This deodorant was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. Unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts, more like a pre-odorant. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, and paraben-free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use below the belt. The Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash or deodorant wipes that are amazing, plus free shipping. So as a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code SIP at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SIP. lumideodorant.com and use code SIP. You will not regret it and neither will anyone around you. You'll smell delicious. Did you already talk about this last topic on one of the other shows? I actually literally haven't talked about this anywhere. Oh. This is a, this is a surprise. And we well, Chris was supposed to be here, so I needed him to corroborate my story. Okay, well, let's just pretend he's back there saying yes. Should we call him? Uh, that's I don't that's have the lot. Bluetooth set up. Fair enough. We don't have the Bluetooth set up. Anyway, Chris Thank is, you for confirming to them. <laughs> oh, like I even know what that means. <laughs> so Chris is TSA pre-checked, but I'm not because one thing... You are giving... They're, no, they're going to know what we now, were. This is just my floss stick. Oh, they don't know about that okay, either. Okay, go, 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 okay. go, go. So um, last week or whatever time we were here last <laughs> with Chris and Lizzie in Colorado. Wake up. Um, Chris is TSA pre-checked, and that is something I will never pay for because even though it is like a slight convenience, it's like something I'm never going to do. Because it's $60 for four years, and that's just way out of what... There are some things in my mind that I'm mentally blocked on. Will I spend... $3,721 on Taylor Swift tickets? Yes. Will I spend $60 on TSA pre-check as a person who travels by plane at least once a month? No. <laughs> we were talking about that last night and I was like, yeah, there's something about sitting in the back of a plane full of people that are doing their bodily functions, farting, burping, <laughs> coughing, sneezing, walking around, yelling at the flight attendants that just gives me the fucking ick. And Lizzie's like, I can just disassociate and be a part of it all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. It's crazy. Anyway. So I'm doing that weird brag to Chris, which I don't even know. It's like, why am I flexing that I'm fine with disassociating through shit? And he's like, yeah, Lizzie, I'll get it for you. That's my Chris voice. And I was like, no, Chris, I don't want it. That's very nice of him. It was very nice of him. And I was like, fuck you. No. Because that's how Chris and I talk to each other with love. And then we're in the car. And the car to pick us up to take us to the airport was late by like 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. And then we get in the car and then the fucking freeway shut down by like 30 minutes. It's stalling our fucking progress. And I'm getting a little nervous because I, I don't really get like, I don't need to be there three hours in advance. I need to be there 45 minutes and that's about Which it. Which is crazy because DIA is a nuts. The Denver airport. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's my beanbag. Oh, I was like, what? I still think this needs to come down one. Yeah, drop it low. Okay. Yeah, girl. Oh, but now you can see the desk. That's oh, hideous. Oh, no. Okay, keep going. So then, sorry. <sighs> I just had to bite a little piece of nail off. Okay, it wasn't nail. It was just tough skin around my nail. So then we're slowed down on the freeway by like another 20 minutes, and I'm getting a little nervous. And then when we finally get to the airport, I'm like, oh, we are cutting it close. 
And Chris is like, I'm going to go through TSA pre-check. And I was like, I'm going to get at the end of this really long security line. <laughs> so Chris goes through and he's like, I'll wait for you on the other side. And I was like, okay. And then we get text messages on our phone. Your plane is now boarding. And I'm at the very ass back of the security line. I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I'm like, I'm panicking for a little bit. And I text Chris and I go, so our plane is boarding. You should probably just go to it. And if you need to, stall it. Because there's they're not going to hold a plane for any motherfucker. But in my mind, I'm like, just tell them I need to get home. I have a networking dinner. <laughs> but she's already canceled once because she was working. Oh, shit. I was working. We vlogged that. We vlogged that. That was for my YouTube yeah, job. Yeah, going to Disneyland was work. It's, you bitch ass. Oh, shit. It's hard work. Are those the Olsen twins or is that Lizzie and Ryland from The Sip? And we're back. And we're back. What was I talking about? Oh, I'm so sorry. Shit, we were right in the middle. We were in the heat. In the heat of, of the, the moment. moment. Chris oh. is holding the plane. So, uh, they're like... Uh, the plane's boarding now. I'm at the very fucking back of the line and it's like snaking. Like we're snaking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then I get a little nervous. I'm like, I'm going to have to start asking every motherfucker in front of me if I can cut. And then I go, hi, I'm so sorry. I mismanaged my time. And now my flight is literally boarding. And I am going to need to progress in this line and get ahead of you. And so I do that to Every person in front of me, which I swear was probably like between 30 to 45 people. And you would just keep tapping like, Every person, hey, excuse me, I'm sorry. So sorry. Hi, excuse me. And what me, were their reactions? Again. They're like, go, 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 go. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Hi. And then I get to security and they fucking pull my bag off the fucking cart because I have this dumb ass little thing that looks like a fake saw ring because I got it from the saw escape room in Vegas mm. and I can't find it in my own bag and every time TSA pulls it out I'm like throw it away they're like don't worry about it I'm like no throw it away <laughs> it's ruining my life and so they pull my thing off the cart and nobody will come investigate it it's just sitting there and I'm like guys um TSA excuse me TSA can you please come get this weapon out of my bag so that I can get on my fucking plane <laughs> like nobody I asked three TSA agents I go hey my bag was pulled my plane is boarding can you please look through it nah I can't look at it what what can you do? I, <laughs> like what what do you do? Because when I lost my bag at this airport too, I was like, can you call TSA? Someone's like, oh, we can't call them. Ugh. I was like, what if you needed to call them? <laughs> oh, that's <Alex> not it. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I asked three motherfuckers, and then finally they pull it, and they're like, oh yeah, it's this little salt thing, and I'm like, throw it away. They're like, don't worry about it. We'll just send it right back through. And I'm just no 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 no, no I gotta go. <laughs> keep it. Keep all of it. So then I finally get through. I run down the stairs and then I miss the fucking trolley. I'm like delayed by another four minutes. I'm like, oh my God, the plane is boarding. Like, this isn't good. And Chris is like, they're still boarding. They've gotten through like all the A's and they're halfway through the B's. And I was like, okay, I'm almost on the trolley. Like, could you just like ask them to be cool about it? And it's like, I know for a fact they're not cool about it because like this is, it's like a matter of like national whatever. Like mm -hmm. they need to keep on their shit. They're right. not going to wait for some dumb ginger who doesn't have TSA pre-check. Especially pre -check. not United. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was a Southwest. Oh, especially not Southwest. So then I get on the trolley and Chris is like, I really don't think it matters. And I was like, no, it does. Because he's like, well, our takeoff time is at this time. And I was like, right, but they close the doors before we take off. And they need to close those doors. Right. But I need to be on before they do that. <laughs> he's like, I wouldn't worry about it. And then all of a sudden Chris texts me. He's like, no, you're right. You should, you should probably be worried. He goes, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you're going to have to run. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want you to be prepared for this, that you have to run. And I said, okay. 
And then I hiked my backpack up. I was wearing a skirt and stupid tennis shoes. Now I'm like, I'm only traveling in running shoes. I like hike my backpack up. I like get right by the doors on the little trolley when they slide open. And I'm like the first one there. And it was like a fucking gun went off. And I'm like running. I'm running. And the first thing that happens is three flights of stairs. So the first thing I have to do is at top speed, like take all these stairs. And I'm just bopping up the stairs. And then I look at the gate. It's the farthest fucking gate down the entire terminal. And I'm sprinting like this and I'm getting on the little gangways that move faster. And it's like, I'm loud as fuck because my shoes are flat tennis shoes. So I'm like, I've got my little wheelie bag that I'm like, moving me like, and I'm screaming, excuse me, excuse me. I have a networking dinner that I pushed twice for Disneyland and Taylor Swift and I cannot miss it again. I ran so hard. I started coughing up blood and young, like lung material. And Chris is texting me the whole time that they're making announcements. And I know in my mind, I'm like, they're probably making announcements so that I hear it. And I can't text him back because it'll slow me down. So I'm just booking it. And I'm like, at some points, I'm like, they're saying, one minute till we shut the doors, you dumb ginger bitch. Get here. And I'm like, okay. I'm so close. I can take a break right now. I could still get there in 30 seconds if I could sprint harder. And then I'm like, you got this. Give it everything you've got. You don't train at Orange Theory Fitness for nothing. <laughs> I'm like, in my mind, I'm saying what they say, like, empty the tank. Empty the tank. <laughs> and then I get there and Chris was like, oh, my God, you got here so fast. Because <laughs> I just the last thing I texted him was like, OK, <laughs> to the run. I'm the last one on the plane. And Chris is like trying to talk to me. I'm like, hey, buddy, I can't talk right now. I can't talk right now. I can't. Just, 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 just empty the tank. Just empty the And then I sit down and it's like, I've never gone so hard to the point where I was coughing uncontrollably. And it's like, this is a, the day and age where you can just do that. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> in a center seat between two large men. Yeah, because some asshole like me, like not knowing that you just ran for your life, is going to go on a podcast yeah. and say, that bitch coughing next to me had COVID. And because it was producing, because I had like it's exercised funny. the demons from my lungs, it was like, and it tasted like blood. And I was like, I need, I need water. And I, I before the plate even took off, uh, wait, a flight attendant went by and I was like, hey, I'm going to need some water right now. <laughs> I just ran here. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. That was me. It's the dog of the plane right now. <laughs> the girl that's coughing up COVID everywhere. And then I sat there like, like <coughs> writing my little fucking, my little spec scripts. Straight to work. Straight to work. <laughs> Okay, let's get into some of these hot tippity topics. Uh, I love nothing more than when you put Gwyneth Paltrow on this hot topic I know, list. I edge for her so hard. I know she's like, I don't know, people like have the all wicked of their of the thoughts West. about her. And I'm just like, if only I could be Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not even going to hide it. Like, I just fucking love that bitch. Damn. So good for me. Yeah. What's your stories about her? Oh, I just uh, noticed that she did a 73 questions. Of course, I watched it. I looked yeah. up the neighborhood of the house she was in. Where was it? Well, it's somewhere in... I don't remember. It's on the East Coast. It's like the oh. upper East Coast, like outside. I don't know if it's at the very top of New York or outside of New York, but it's one of these like quaint neighborhoods that's like super ritzy. Mm -hmm. And What are the highlights? It's beautiful. I mean, from the 73 questions. Oh, um, well, I loved that... Well, you put she uses her Oscar as a doorstop in her garden. It's not even yeah. outside. I don't know if she just placed it there for the she moment. She placed it there for the moment. But uh, the guy, I did. It did tickle me when he's like, "What do you most the What do you miss the most about acting?" And she goes, "Nothing." 
Oh, really? Yeah. God and bless he goes, her. what would you say to people who want to date, date actors? And she said, don't. <laughs> Bitch. That's crazy. <laughs> and I just love that she's living her truth. I love that she has this mansion in Montecito that Architectural Digest went to. And then she's like, people have seen that. 73 questions. I'll go to my mansion on the East Coast. And it's like these lush grounds that yeah, like and her good grass. I can only dream of. She's a real celebrity. That grass is alive. And it's like, I could just bust looking at the landscaping there. Her yeah. pool is like out of a magazine. I'm like, it takes five people just to maintain that weekly. Yeah. And she's just sitting there like cutting her fruit from her garden that she definitely didn't tend to herself. But right. she's prepared. She's pretending she's eating like, it like she she's did. harvesting it. Yeah. And I'm just like, God love you. God bless her. Like, I love the world that she lives in. And I so aspire to be her one day. Quick question. Uh-huh. Are you keeping your own garden? Because I noticed downstairs the flowers are alive. You know what? I planted those with my mom last year. Yeah. I just like, um, I think it's called deadheaded them before mm-hmm. the winter where you like cut them down to whatever. They all came back. Because of you? I mean, who knows? Do you have help? No, no, with the garden? Yeah. No. That's just you? No, you just like all the flowers. I planted all those flowers last year. Mm-hmm. And then like there is irrigation, like there's a sprinkler system mm-hmm. in all of them. And they just came back in the spring. Wow. All of them. Congratulations. And yeah. I didn't go out there to water them once. Last year I was watering them every day. Like it was a task. And I was like resenting Shane because I was doing all this manual labor that he wasn't helping me with, even though he had never asked for flowers. And I'm yeah. like, oh, but I'm spending 15 minutes of my every day doing this. He's like, nobody asked you to do that. Yeah. I'm like, I know. But it's taxing on me. And where am I going to put my Oscar? <laughs> and he's like, you don't have an Oscar. And you're like, I hate it here. <laughs> and they just came. Those sunflowers in that pot are gorgeous. Yeah. And they like came back even more so than I planted them last year. And I was like, I did that. Really, my mom did that. Your but mom I did, did do that. that. <laughs> I love that. No, it's looking um, good. And you put on that she said she'd go on... Um, the survivalist show alone i forget what one it's called it's called alone oh have you ever seen that no but it's kind of like a classy survivalist show they just drop your ass off alone somewhere i think they give you camera like i don't even know if there's a crew i would love to see myth miss health and wellness like without all say, of her health and wellness i but mean even I, a lot of it's pretty earthy yeah i was gonna say like does she eat like i think she'd be okay <laughs> well she eats out of her garden that she, i'm sure she didn't tend to right so i would love to see gwyneth paltrow on alone i would i'm just, living for jojo and special forces and low-key haven't seen an episode but i do like what she's posting wasn't on she on last season i think there's a no, whole she's new on season. right now jojo siwa right now oh for some reason i thought yeah. that was the previous season. i was thinking about being jojo siwa from special forces i for swear Halloween. we talked about that last year I think there's a whole new season out. No, you're wrong. Okay. Like, you're wrong, wrong. Like, you should Google it right now so we can move past it. Because I can see in your mind that you think you're right, and I hate it. Okay. Arnold cuts <gasps> off his... It, what? You're just moving on? Well, it's going to be boring to watch me Google something. It's so fast. Special Forces cast. Season two. Oh. Jojo Siwa. Wow. Why did I feel like she was in season one? And I feel much better now because I knew that we were moving on and you felt like you were right. And it was killing me. Well, they would have told me in the comments that I was wrong. I know, but I I should never question a Jojo Siwa fact that you have because like, I swear you have push notifications, Google notifications, everything notified for Miss Jojo Siwa. (laughs) If she farts, Elizabeth Gordon knows about it. When is she going to come on our podcast? I mean, we could beg and plead. I feel like she might. Do you have her number? Let's call her right now. (laughs) Um, okay. What? No, we're not calling her right now. Should I prank call JoJo Siwa? No, when we're more permanently... No. 
I'm oh. not gonna ex- use her number. What if that's I like called using... out of work? No, okay. I call out of work to call JoJo, see, and hey. I can't. Hey, JoJo. It's me, your assistant. I can't make it today. She's hey, like, uh, my three assistants are right next to me. I don't know that she has three assistants. But what we can, um, we can guess. Okay, so do we want to talk about Arnold, or do you want to go to Brody Jenner? Well, I did think it was interesting that because, um, like, Arnold sh- Arnold's got a bunch of children, and some of them the public calls illegitimate but because he had a child with a person who worked at his property that he didn't know about until the kid was like he was having an affair with one of his keepers yeah wow yeah and so he's cut (laughs) no kidding he's keepers Well, I don't know. Is it like a housekeeper? I don't is remember. That's why I said a person is... that worked at the house. So I, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what it was called, what the position that she held was. I assumed it was the housekeeper. I'm sorry. I, she might be a house manager or something. Okay. But same. So, yeah. so it, and it came out when he was 16 in the news that he that Arnold was his father. And before that, I think the kid knew because his grandma told him, but he didn't know until he was don't like 13. Don't you think you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? And, and be he like, looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, seems suspicious. Yeah. His name is Joseph Bolina. He seems to have a great head on his shoulders. He and his dad have a really close relationship. Arnold? Yeah. Like, and Arnold went to his graduation, was, like, supporting him. What was your, what's this headline? I though? just thought it was uh, so wonderful that Arnold stepped up and stepped into his son's life publicly like publicly accepts him loves him supports him respects him okay and um now that the kid has graduated from college uh arnold has pulled the financial support back and is no longer financially supporting him so he has to support himself in his own right but i just thought that that was so like i think that sometimes uh rich parents don't realize that their financial aid is hindering their child's development i agree i think the only reason i have the work ethic i do is because my dad said i'll give you this if you get a job to pay for everything you do yeah so like that was his thing like i'll give you a car but you have to pay for your gas your car insurance your phone bill and all of your activities Mm -hmm. and it's like all of my friends whose parents were well off and just gave them a huge allowance every week they're like a lot of them still struggle to keep jobs because they were given everything forever yeah so i love that yeah hunger is a hell of a motivator Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think that that's really i think that's really great i love that that's why i wanted to talk about it yeah um and then this actually makes me gag a little bit really yeah i saw this i watched the brody jenner vlogs i know you love the brody jenner vlogs that's also why i mean there's been two of them or is it three now maybe i missed one Mm, but i've seen this one and Brody Jenner's on Special Forces. Really? No. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> You're nasty. I'm in a mood. <gasps> we should get Dutch Brothers again. Whoa. Can we? Mine's not gone yet. But if that's what you want, we can, Mama. Okay. Um, okay, so he was in a vlog. They had ran out of their milk for... Milk. For coffee. Yeah. And he was like, no worries. I'll just put some of the breast milk since she's breastfeeding her baby in the coffee. And they both put... She, in their lattes, they did espresso shots and the, and the breast milk. They both like sat in the bed with the baby. They tasted it and they were like, tastes like milk. But apparently... Breast milk, I mean, obviously because it like feeds and fuels babies mm-hmm. for the first however long of their life. It's like a superfood. Yeah. It's like a, a super apparently everything. Apparently it's like, I apparently people like source this and drink it Cures themselves. rashes, slap it on some weird shit you got on your body and it just goes away. I guess if it was my wife, like if you were my wife and you were had some milk, I would try it. I'd if want Joe to. suckled some of my breast milk, I would vomit. Really? Yeah. This is one of those things for me. Like I'm not, I'm never going to be TSA pre-checked and I'm never going to taste my own breast milk. Wow. Yeah. What about your placenta? 
<laughs> my friend Sarah said to save money, she would eat a placenta like a steak. And I was like, Sarah, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> Mind you, neither of us is pregnant. <laughs> well, I believed you that Brody was on special forces because he's like a natural Malibu dude. Right. Like he's just like all natural. And did you see them like surfing and her just like shredding those way? I was like, Am I attracted to her doing this? Like she's it was a powerful lady. Like a skill set like that. And she's a cutie patootie. Is so impressive. I was like, oh my gosh. Could never be me. <laughs> me either. Like could never be me. <laughs> Remember when I picked up surfing for one day? And then bought seven surfboards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, we'll end on this before we go get our snacks at Sonic. But you put Queen Bee was at the premiere of Taylor's movie. Beyonce showed up to Taylor Swift's movie premiere at Great the Grove. PR move for both of them. Also, just like so fucking wonderful because I feel like throughout their entire like both of these tours everybody's been trying to pit them against each other but we all know now they all wear crowns can you get off her gown no I love that they're um putting up a united front I love that they're amicable Beyonce has actually always supported Taylor even during the Kanye thing like I don't what I heard a new thing about the Kanye what apparently Taylor Swift's mom chased Kanye down in the hallways after that moment screaming at him really yeah I would love it to know what seem, was said Taylor's mom does seem very stage mom like yeah. I was even watching an interview with Haley Williams the head singer of Paramore mm-hmm. and Taylor's mom forged their relationship was forged the right word she created that relationship yeah. like Taylor's mom went to Haley and was like hey there's not a lot of people in the same position my daughter's in I would love if you guys could connect and be able to relate on similar things that's so sweet and it is sweet but it's just like how much is mama swift doing behind the scenes i think Probably taylor is a, a mastermind lot. just like her song She's a master- wow but, my nipples just got hard i'm not even kidding Ooh, thinking about vigilante shit Ooh, girl no i just Fuck, are taylor's we doing some today? on the nose pr moves yeah. which i thought she because listen the whole like Travis Kelsey thing, not even she could have imagined where that was going to go the first time she just decided to go sit in a box and watch him play football. Like, I'm right. sure she thought people were going to like talk about it, but not to the magnitude of which it became. Oh, my mom's texting me. Can I actually read you these texts? And from so, right yeah, you can pull it up. But then I was just thinking like, why wouldn't she be like, well, if I can do this and have the whole world talk about about it, why wouldn't I do this? But now that they're doing like the leaving SNL together, it's like a little, it's getting a little too PR stunty for me. Oh, you think? I oh, mean, you think? I think. You do think. I, I mean, my but mom listen, said, if I was her, I'd probably be doing it too. So who am I to be a hater? My mom was like, did you see Taylor Swift on SNL? I said, I don't watch that show. And then she Cut said- Cut sending me clips of it today. From TikTok. And then she goes, so cute. Our new first couple steal the light from the prince and duchess. Yay. (laughs) And I said, seriously, love them. And then I sent her the paparazzi pic. Because low key, bro, watching Travis Kelsey's. Is his name Travis? Who cares? What is his name? Travis. It is. Okay. Watching his hands, his big fucking hands around her waist, like leading her out of that SUV when they went to dinner at Nobu. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I texted that to Joe and I was like, bro, I'm wet. I did see, I was watching Nikki Glaser on a talk show and she was saying like, what I love about this relationship is he treats her like the the hot commodity that she is like a lot of other guys that she's dated have been like oh like i'm dating taylor swift whatever not like she's the biggest deal in the world dating so talented like you guys should bow down to my princess yeah i get to be so lucky to date and i do like that he does understand how hot of a commodity this woman is i do too and that's nice and i like that he's a fan he made do you know he made friendship bracelets like for the guys when (laughs) they came back to football no and he gave them it was like that was a press thing too but i thought it was cute as hell and then my mom said i love that they are dating and she sat with his mom they make lovely couple 
All right. Well, we only have 10 minutes left of this podcast, so let's get our butts in the car let's and go. let's go to Sonic. Bye. Hey, girls. Popping in because we were having a real-life conversation about Taylor Swift and Mr. Travis Kelsey. She is telling me I don't believe in love because I'm not sold that what they've got is real. And I said, no, no, no. no, no, no. For someone who believed in Santa at one point, it's absurd that he can't believe that these people are in love. I can't with you because the whole thing about this and mark my words, if they do end up together, it's because this PR stunt brought them close and they had a lot to relate upon and talk to and it will blossom into something bigger. But don't get this twisted. It all started as her just being like, I'll go have fun at this football game. At this point, though I know they're kissing and you know what all of this came about because I was like let's get some Taylor on our way to Sonic okay <laughs> and it was at the end of Midnight Rain and I was like we could play that again there's no rules we could just listen to Midnight Rain on repeat because it's one of the best of the album yeah okay we'll see you at Sonic this is what did you just say I said so we just park so we just park. Have you ever been to Sonic before? Well it looks like you can drive through right there. You can but that's not Sonic Okay. I mean, it's Sonic, but it's not Sonic. Okay. You need to grow up. Okay. Okay, what did Shane tell us to get? <laughs> what did our producing partner Poor tell us? Shane has told us 89 <laughs> times what to do, and both of us are always like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he told, he like, poor man, he curated this beautiful list. He was like, this is, this is everything you need to try at Sonic, just what people want to see and what will be good for your thumbnail. I wake up today and I'm like, hey Shane. I didn't write any of that down. What do I need to try it, Sonic? <laughs> you rolled it out of the window in all order. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, and if anything looks good, Sonic Blast with M&Ms. <gasps> I was looking at the Sonic Blast with M&Ms. You could get that for funsies. Do you want to have fun? Hello? Hi. Can I please get, do you guys have special Halloween drinks? Um, no. No Tricker Blaster? Mmm. The blast, we have chocolate or vanilla chocolate tree blast. Perfect. Oh, uh, we'll do the Sonic blast with with M&M's. Oh, but also... M &M blast, what size? Small. But also the trick or treat blast. That is what that is. And can I get pickle fries? Can I also get a Dr. Pepper orgasm? And Dr. Pepper? Orgasm. What is the ingredients of that? I'm sorry? The Dr. Pepper orgasm. It's with what? Tell him. It's Dr. Pepper with Powerade and lemonade. One second, let me check. He's made a fool of us, that Shane Dawson. Are you sure that's the trigger blaster? Yes. It's said Powerade and lemonade. Okay, what else? There is no such thing as a trigger blaster. What else? We'll do the Cinestics. No. That's all. 15, thank you. Thank you. Um, Google the trigger blast. If you steered us in the wrong direction after everything, and you can pay like this, I think. Are you gonna entertain them at all while you're No, looking? I'm looking. You, you know I'm Google struggle. Read, okay, I'm wrong. Are you kidding me? Trick or treat blasts. Change it. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Shit. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth. Is it the end of the world? Hi, can I help you today? Hi, I'm sorry. We just ordered something, but can we order one, two more things? A chocolate trick-or-treat blast. Okay, what else? So a chocolate trick-or-treat blast and a vanilla trick-or-treat blast. Uh, oh, okay. Right there. Oh, which do you okay. want inside? They all go in there. Look at the box. Those look gorgeous. Okay, what else? That's all.
1164. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Okay, this is gonna be fun. Is it over yet? Is what? It here? Where's the food? <laughs> I need these pickle trees. Oh, fuck. We need ranch. Oh, I'm not calling them again. You need to walk through the drive-thru if you want ranch. Do you really want me to? Is it okay if I do? Okay, we'll be back when the food comes. Okay, Sheila is headed our way with our order. This is gonna be one of two. Here's what I'm wondering. Can I ask Sheila for some ranch? I mean, I hope so. We t I tipped for both orders, so I feel yeah. like... Just for the record, your tip mathematically equates to 20%. I just thought you should know. You've been calculating? Why, because you were watched. mad? I she just was watched. pissed that I wanted her to tip 30% at breakfast this morning. I personally feel like think shit is getting wild. It's Well, no, I agree, but when it's a restaurant that we frequent, and I love. like and love, and they treat us like, like we're royalty. Like we're family. I would like to go above and beyond and typically tip like 40 to 50%. Honestly, I get it. And at the same time, I really not, wish I wouldn't have not let you me. behave. I, the, and it's the thing where like she couldn't walk away for me to be like, Lizzie, do it and I'll give you the cash or I'll Venmo you. She, it was like one of those things where she stands there and stares at you while you're like entering the tip. So I couldn't be like, Lizzie, do 40%. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Sheila. Hello. Thank you. Dr. Could, Pepper? could I have a um? Oh, is this just a Dr. Pepper? With yeah, awesome. with the lemonade in the bowery. Could I also request a ranch? Inside the back. Oh, oh thank it's in you. The back. you already thought of us. So we put it in the medium cup, but it's actually small. Okay. Oh, did these have all of our orders or both combined? Yeah. Perfect. Oh, thank you yay. so much. Thanks. You too. Wow, that Sonic is efficient because they gave us these fucking pickle fries. Both cream orders cheese at frosting. Once. What's that for? Whoa! So what's the first one that you got? Because that's just that's like just bogus. M and M's. So that, that's just a bummer. So this is just Lizzie's bummer. That's oops. Oh my gosh, they're like pickle strip fries. They're, they're not fries. The circles. Yes. They're actual fries. Wow, she's salivating at the wheel. Wait, one was supposed to be chocolate. Mm, oh, they really well. fucked us up. Wait, so is this just two of the same thing? Nah, it seems so. One is like more Oreo heavy and one's more M&M heavy. Did they give us spoons? Well, you're going in for the pickle fries first before the ice cream Have is melting? Have you met me? Do you think I give a fuck about that ice cream? Wow, should I call a third time? Hey, I think hey. you got the order wrong. We're gonna want some more ice cream. Okay, well let's try the pickle fries together if that's where you're going. I'm so sorry. Can you believe they thought about ranch? They love us. Cheers. God bless you. Mm. 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 It's good. Mm. The sharp um, pickle flavoring is really pronounced here. Mm -hmm. It's a good dill pickle. But it's like... Um, like a Vlasic. No, not like a Vlasic. It's balanced well, though, with the type of batter that they have. Like a tempura. I really enjoy the way that they're long, actual fries. I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant that delivers the full-blown fries. Really? I don't know what I have either. I always get the circles. The little discs, the little chips. This is nice. This is very nice. This is very nice. Very nice. Okay, I'm gonna mm. try this Dr. Pepper orgasm. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. And what was in this? Powerade, Dr. Pepper, and... Oh, lemonade. Lemonade. I like it. You don't like it? What's wrong with you? It's a little too sweet. Mm, and I love the sonic ice. I'll try not to chew it in your fucking ears. Mm. Oh, it's hot. I love that. Okay, hold on. Let's try everything. And then I think we should break down before you just keep eating Okay, you're right, you're right. I'm black. Because out. I will say in the Jack in the Box one, when you just kept going, 
I had to cut a lot of them out because mm -hmm. I was getting misnophonia from that. I mean, the I way that it. you eat a fry is kind of wild. Triggering? Well, I mean, I'm not one to like criticize somebody's chewing because right. I'm a horrible chewer. But, okay, I think these are just the same in both vanilla. Yeah, they definitely are. And I don't know why they're different sizes, but we'll give them the benefit of she the She said doubt. they just put them in a big cup because they were out of small cups, but it is a small. Okay. Well, we're not the easiest to work with either. Wow. So. This is a full ass. So, I mean, really, it's just vanilla ice cream with every topping with in the treats. world. Mm. Mm. Hmm. What? No, just every bite is a new flavor explosion. I feel like I just got, like, M&M's. Wow. I actually like, as the my ice cream melts away into your mouth, you get a different flavor each chew. I don't know that I'm a blaster kind of girl. This is really nice. And I'm normally not like a crunchy thing in ice cream kind of person. I am. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's too much flavor for you. It's not working for me. How do you think it would change if it was chocolate ice cream? It might be too rich. So we don't need it, mm -mm. is what you're trying to say. Uh-uh. So I shouldn't order it again. Absolutely not. I would get tired of this by the end. It's like too crunchy for me. It's a lot. It's a lot of M&M's. The first bite was really delicious, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm getting some of that Heath bar now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know this is a nightmare for us to be chewing like this. Yeah. We also got Cinestics, right? Oh. Did they not give them to us? They did. I just didn't care for them. Is, this, is that what they have? A thumbnail, Elizabeth. Into the lens. Okay, talk to me about the Cinestick. I don't really know. I just saw it and I ordered it. It's um, cream cheese frosting Cinestick. I don't know if there... It looks like there's chocolate filling and then you dip it in the cream cheese frosting. Those Ooh. pickle fries were a hit. All I want to do is say sayonara suckers and suckle down these little pickle chips. Well, <laughs> wow. You want to leave them just like that? That's how good these pickle chips are. Don't you nothing? eat that one. Wait, you like this? No, I'm saying move on to this guy. Wait, I don't have one. I'm giving you this one. I know you're going to take one bite and then hide the rest of it in the bag. Yeah. Why don't you like sweet things? I don't know. I just don't. Why are you actually like that's a character no, flaw? That's, it's not. That's, I like a lot of things. No, you'll eat all of the pickles. That's Fuck fine. Fuck yeah, I'll go ham and on see, a I would. Bitch. I would rather eat all of these than all of the pickles. Cheers. Cheers. I'm not into it. Wow. I mean, I love it. Oh, love it. What's to hate about it? I like it more than the blaster. I'm starting to realize every fast food place has a version of these pocketed treats, though. Yeah. These fried dough pocketed treats. I bet if we did a Shane Dawson expose on it, we'd find out that all these places are owned by the same people, and they're all manufacturing mm. this shit at the same factory, and sending it out across the country and calling it something else at every other place. If I'm being honest, there's a little bit too much pump er, cinnamon in here, because the filling is just cinnamon. Can you see it? It's like a lot, a lot of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's oozing and goozing cinnamon. Do you want the last one? No, I don't even want to finish mine, which is crazy. Oh, fuck. It's fine. I mean, that's about all it is. I like it more than the ice cream and the Powerade. It's hard for me not to love ice cream, but... Sonic is fun. I tried that grape slushy with Nerds candy. If you've never been to Sonic and tried that, you're missing out in your life. I actually filmed it and never made it into a vlog. No, we literally uh did that on this podcast. You're right. With your mom. And then Shane and I tried it at a different date recently. Mm. Mm. 
I liked it. When we pulled up, I haven't thought about it again. Wow. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for watching this episode of the podcast. We have two more really fun ones in store for you in the like, next couple really of weeks. Like, really fun. Next week, we're witches. Or, oh, no. It's our Halloween episode. I don't know. Whatever. And then the following week, we have my mom and my sister. <laughs> just constantly spoiling the witches. Sorry. Oh, I guess I... Yeah. yeah. And then the next week's my mom and my sister. We had a great time. I'm actually, like... Sometimes I'm like, when we film these bulk episodes, I'm like, please, God, give us enough to talk about. But I think we had three really solid episodes. Oh, me too. And I'm proud of us. I'm so proud and of we us. we had a great time. We had a good time in, until something really scary happened. Oh. Next week really is spooky for our spooky episode like, of the season. very scary. Like, honestly, pretty fucking scary. Like, no scary. clickbait scary. <laughs> All right, you guys, well, make sure you're following both of us on social media. You're watching Lizzie's vlogs. You're watching my vlogs. We love you so much and so appreciate you watching us and hanging out with us. Should we tell them about Shane's video, too? Should we plug Shane's video? Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, Shane's main channel video is Shane's out. Shane's main channel video is out. I'm great in it. She's a star. <laughs> you're so funny in it, so hilarious, and it is a mind effing video. Like It's a mind... Did you not want to say fuck for the for millionth some... time in okay. this episode? Okay. It was just interesting that you chose this time to just say effing. Is it because we're at Sonic? Yeah. And you're being a decent lady now? Sorry. This it is, is It is a mind up. If you haven't seen Shane's new video, go see Shane's new video. Um, thank you so much for watching and supporting our channel. It really never misses us. You know, three years into this, we're so lucky you're still here and watching. Um, we love you very much. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the sip. sip. <sighs> I went low-key because I already put another pickle in my mouth.